Welcome to the Mama Embodied Podcast with yours truly, Shayna Ray. I'm a somatic attachment coach and therapist that is absolutely dedicated to supporting your soul's evolution as you prepare and step into the motherhood and parenting journey. Mama Embodied is a must-listen for mothers and mothers-to-be who are seeking support, community, and all of the tips and tricks to raise secure, resilient kids that can thrive in this unpredictable world. This show is here to help you understand how putting your needs first as a mama and healing yourself on all levels, mind, body, and soul not only changes your life, but also shapes your future generation's lives to come. Through honest conversations around reparenting yourself, attachment trauma, the five personality patterns, and raising your child from a conscious, playful, and secure attachment perspective, we're going to explore the importance of embodying what you want your kids to learn so that you could be the one in the family line that stops the family inherited trauma and creates a safe and loving foundation that your family can lean on. So join me and guest experts in the field as we embrace our stories, share our wisdom, and help you create a life full of well-being, joy, love, and connection with you and your loved ones. So mamas, let's get started. How's it going, my love? All right, we got a lot to cover in this episode. So to be honest, I'm just going to like cut the bullshit and dive right in. We don't need a little intro. Let's just get started. So when most people get into therapy, they really want to understand the why, right? Like they want to understand why they do the things that they do, which makes sense. We have this very curious mind that thinks, huh, if I can understand why I'm doing these self-sabotaging behaviors or why I feel uncomfortable, then I'll be able to heal it. And Although neuroscience proves that we do not heal through having a new insight or through remembering a specific memory from the past, I've come to find that giving my clients the context of their early wounding actually helps them finally drop into their body and process the direct experience that they're feeling, which is the key to healing and reclaiming their embodied power. So for today's episode, I want to give you the context so that you can realize that if you're going through a hard time, you're not going crazy, okay? Like, the truth is most of the negative thoughts, feelings, mental health struggles us humans face in the world today are actually due to our childhood attachment trauma, which means the emotionally overwhelming experiences that impacted your nervous system in the infancy and toddler stages of your life. So I want you to understand something really, really important here. It is a waste of your time to put the focus on trying to remember what specifically happened in your past in order for you to heal. You know, I have so many clients that come to me after years of being frustrated with talk therapy, and they tell me about their experiences with their past therapists and how they continue to encourage them to try to remember what happened in their past to help explain why they feel the way they feel. But truth bomb, you are not going to consciously remember what it was like when you were in the womb or at your birth or in the crib, but your body does. So that's why I love the adult attachment repair work that I get to do with my clients because it's a form of somatic therapy. So in other words, we get to just feel the impact of what happened in your childhood 
through feeling the current sensations that are happening in the core of your body. So layer by layer, you can finally let the pain of the past go and stop reenacting what happened in the now. And I know some of you might be thinking, Shayna, this all sounds great, but I feel like it's hard to just drop into my body and feel. Or you might be thinking, Shayna, I feel my emotions all day long, but nothing is shifting. Well, the truth of the matter is most of us humans were not taught how to effectively drop into our bodies and feel. Why? Because most of us didn't receive proper co-regulation in our childhood with a caretaker. So after years in my private practice, what I've come to find is that in order to teach my clients how to drop into their body and receive the co-regulation that they missed, I needed to give them the map. Like, I needed to give them context first. So this is why I teach all of my clients a specific psychology map called the five personality patterns because it is freaking gold, you guys. (laughs) Like the best part about this map is the fact that you can also apply it to so many different areas of your life. You see, the work that I get to do with my clients doesn't just shift one area of their life. It ripples and impacts every single area of their life, from their mental health, to their personal relationships, to family dynamics, to their work, to parenting, to money. So to give you a little sneak peek, next week I'm going to have a podcast episode drop with one of my dear friends, Erin Porter, and we're going to actually show you how this map can be broken down for a specific category. And the topic we're going to be discussing is how you hold, spend, and receive money. So I am really excited for you to listen in. But before you listen to that episode, I wanted to first journey you through the five personality pattern map. So it's going to make a lot more sense when you dive into next week's episode. Now, this map was created back in the day by Sigmund Freud's top student, Reich, So basically, this map has been optimized for almost 100 years, and I cannot tell you how clear and spot on it is, which is why I freaking love it so much. Now, why is this psychology map so helpful to use to understand yourself and others on a deeper level? Because it finally gives you clarity around why all of us humans do what we do. You see, oftentimes when you disagree with someone, It's most likely because they're operating from a completely different personality pattern than you. So in other words, they're seeing reality through a completely different lens than you based on the developmental trauma that impacted their nervous system the most. So once you start to learn why people are the way they are and what trauma created the pattern within them, you start to develop so much more compassion for the people around you. And you also start to develop a heightened sense of emotional maturity because through this map, you get to also learn how to attune to each pattern so that everyone in your life can truly feel seen, heard, and understood. Because the truth is the way you feel met is so much different than how someone else feels met. So this isn't about a right or wrong way. It's more like when we understand all these personality patterns we finally start to understand the way to meet that particular person and their unique nervous system. And when you also understand what personality pattern or survival strategy you're using in a specific moment in time, it can help take the pressure off the idea that something is quote unquote wrong with you. Because remember, 
Something truly had to have happened in your past to create the pattern in the first place. Like this shit doesn't come out of thin air. The way we deal with triggers and overwhelm, there's a strategy there that actually served you and got you through some critical developmental stages of life. And the best part is now that you're an adult, you have the opportunity to repair the distortions of these patterns so that you can get more access to the embodied gifts of each pattern. You see, any trauma that you go through, big or small, yes, creates impact on your nervous system that you're here to repair, yada, yada, yada. But it also means you got really fucking proficient at certain skill sets to get you through that hard time. So the good news is that shit does not go away. In fact, through doing this type of inner work, you simply get more embodied in the gifts you already have. So it becomes even easier to transmit that energy naturally. That's the beauty of this work. The good parts don't go away. They just get elevated and easier to naturally embody as you continue repairing what was missed in the critical developmental stages of your childhood in the now. So the last few things I'll say here before we dive in is that our personality patterns have shaped us so deeply that we think that's what we are, but we're not these personality patterns. It's not who you are. It's not a horoscope, okay? So as we journey through these personality patterns and survival strategies, I want to highlight that if you identify with the symptoms of a certain pattern, It's just a strategy you use when you're in a state of overwhelm. I want to keep reiterating this because I don't want you to be like, I'm a Gemini. Oh, I'm a leaving pattern. No, you are not a leaving pattern. When you're overwhelmed, you express the leaving pattern. There's a huge difference there. So I want to highlight these patterns are not who you are. It is what you do in a state of overwhelm and your nervous systems in overdrive when you feel triggered, right? It's the strategy you do to curb the overwhelming feelings you're feeling in your body. You see, when our nervous systems feel charged up with too much emotional energy, we feel the overwhelm. But the cool thing is our systems are so fucking smart, you guys, because when that overwhelm hits, our bodies will naturally come up with a survival strategy in order to buffer the overwhelming feeling that you are experiencing. That is how fucking intelligent your body is. Like, I hope that as you dive into these podcast episodes and learn more from me, you start to just become more in awe of your body instead of like, oh, like I'm doing this pattern or, oh, I'm triggered by this. Like, if you can start to shift like, wow, look at what my body came up with. Like, look at what, how my body is fiercely trying to protect me. It's like, it could really shift the perspective and give you such a deeper appreciation for your body. Because something that I learned in my chronic illness journey, I went from like absolutely hating my body, thinking it was broken to this journey is given me such a deep appreciation for it. And now I work with it. It's like we're a team and the cues it gives me, it's like, thank you, body. Like, thank you for giving me the signal so I can meet the unmet need or shift this or um, embody that. Like, it's really fucking cool. Now, although we are so grateful that we came up with these personality patterns and survival strategies to get through critical developmental stages in our childhood, the truth is, They're actually what block us from being present and embodying true joy and true well-being in our lives today. 
So the first step to living a more present, grounded, embodied life is just understanding what you typically do when you're overwhelmed. So as we journey through each personality pattern today, I want to highlight that you're going to be a little bit of every personality pattern. It's almost like you're like a pie chart of all of these. But there is going to be one to three strategies that you'll typically do more often. So simply just take note on the ones that resonate with you the most. And the final disclaimer I have for you is that I'm going to tell you the wounding that happened in each developmental stage that created that personality pattern in the first place. But I do not want you to get hung up on that. Okay, because remember, you're probably not going to remember every single thing that happened at like in the womb, six months, one, two, three years old. You're not going to remember all the details. So simply listen to the signs and symptoms of each pattern to see what you resonate with the most to get a clear picture of what you do, because understanding the wounding that created each pattern just gives you more context on the why But it won't be the easiest way to determine which pattern you go into. The signs and symptoms will tell you that. So after this episode, if you'd like to dive deeper into this exploration, you can also take my free What's Your Personality Pattern quiz, which is also linked in the show notes below. So without any further ado, let's finally dive in. So the first pattern is the leaving pattern. So the survival strategy here is exactly how it sounds. When you feel overwhelmed, you just want to get out of the situation. A practical example of this is if you're in a fight with someone, you just naturally want to walk away. You want to leave the room. You want to get out of there because it just feels too overwhelming. So the developmental stage that creates this strategy is the time from when you are in the womb of your mother to six months. And the main developmental need here is safety and belonging. So during this developmental time, mama is pregnant with you. And this is the phase where your incoming spirit is coming into your physical body. Now, the ideal situation is mama is grounded throughout her pregnancy and gives you a warm welcome with her nonverbal cues, right? Our nonverbal cues, so the way your face looks, the way you're smiling, the prosody of your voice, tone, pace, that is going to communicate more to your baby than what you're saying. And this is kind of crazy for all humans, you guys. We communicate 80% through our nonverbal cues and only 20% through our words. So nonverbal cues here are really important for baby when they come into the world so that the baby can naturally claim their body and integrate their sense of self. So what creates the leaving pattern? The complete opposite experience. Maybe mama is way too overwhelmed by life's challenges during her pregnancy. She maybe go through an unexpected trauma, like when the baby's in the womb that the baby can feel and or she has a traumatic birth experience. Now, I want to highlight, if you're a mama and you're listening to this, a lot of these things are out of your control. For instance, a hospital is typically cold with bright lights, and they can handle an infant out of the womb like very aggressively as they're like cleaning it, wiping it, da 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 So when they come out of the womb, it's like, oh my God, this is a really stressful environment. 
that in and of itself can create a leaving pattern in someone's nervous system. And I want to also highlight mamas when you heard like, oh my God, like if the mom is overwhelmed during pregnancy, yes, pregnancy is an initiation, right? You're going to go through so many different roller coaster emotions. The key here is more like, it's okay to have overwhelm and whatever, but connecting to your womb, like, hey, baby, like, I know I'm going through a lot, but I can't wait to have you in this world. Like, imagine that transmission the baby's feeling. It's like, okay, maybe there's a lot going on, but like, she still wants me here. Like, that transmission helps the baby go, okay, like, so I'm wanted in this world. Like, I, I got someone that really cares for me. So I wanna highlight it's not about perfection. It's more about building that connection with baby of like, we're so happy you're here. Welcome, sweet one. The cuddles, right? We're not like slapping on the diaper and like rustling them really fast when they're an infant. It's all about softness, right? The spirit is coming in to the body, right? So we want to like nurture that safety, that security, but if we're just like, go, 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 da, 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 and not having any connection to baby, that is something that can create the leaving pattern. So some general signs and symptoms of having this pattern are things like what we just talked about. You leave or dissociate when things get too overwhelming. You can feel lots of terror, fear, or anxiety in your life. You might feel that the world is unsafe. And these are typically my highly sensitive people. So you know how people talk about, I'm an empath and I don't know why. Well, it's because of this fucking developmental trauma, okay? You see, if something in the physical world shocks the incoming spirit from coming into her body, she's naturally going to be very connected to the spiritual energetic world. Why? Because the physical plane didn't provide a safe and loving experience for her to drop into her body. So the survival strategy she created to curb the overwhelm that she was feeling was having her awareness pop up and out of her body. Like, get the fuck out of my body. My awareness is pew, going up to the sky, a.k.a. like she has her awareness in the spiritual world where she was coming from because it's not safe to be in the body. It's not safe to be on Earth. Like that's the imprint she got. So this is why people that embody a leaving pattern are actually very in tune with people's energy, but it can also feel too intense because they aren't grounded in their bodies. So that's why an empath is like, God, this can feel so much like feeling other people's energy. Well, it's because they didn't get the imprint that it was safe to be in their body to, to be able to hold the container of that energy. Now, the beautiful thing about healing this pattern is the gifts that naturally come online. So when leaving patterns repair what was missed during this developmental time, they have beautiful intuition. These beings can track people's energy really well. They have rich imaginations. They can relax into chaos. They can easily see their parts, protectors, and inner critic. And when it comes to the empath, like they're able to hold that energetic charge. It's not so overwhelming. They can really just be in tune with people. And they have these beautiful minds that can bring things from the realms to the real world like Albert Einstein did. Like he is a great example of the gifts that a leaving pattern can embody. Now, moving on to the next pattern, this one actually technically breaks off into two. So we'll just start off with the first one here, which is the merging pattern. 
So the survival strategy here is when you're overwhelmed, you like to merge with someone's experience because you believe you need help from another being to get your needs met. So a practical example of this is if you're in a fight with someone, you want to just stay in the fight and like until there's a solution and you feel good because you can't figure it out on your own. Another way to describe this is a client recently told me that is a pure merging pattern. She was like, I feel like when I'm overwhelmed, it's almost like I want to Velcro onto someone and like get the validation that like I'm pretty or like tell me what to do because I don't know how to get it done myself. Just like really wanting the validation from someone because there's a true belief like you can't do it on your own. So the merging pattern is created from the developmental stage of when you're six months old to 18 months old, where the main need as a baby is to take in nourishment and have your needs fulfilled by your caretaker. So the ideal sequence that should happen during this developmental stage is I need, aka I cry or fuss. I then have mama caretaker come in and I receive nourishment, whether that's food, cuddles, play, and then I feel full and happy. In other words, my nervous system settles back down into a grounded state. So what creates the merging pattern is the opposite experience. When the caretaker is misattuned to the baby's needs or uses things like the cry it out method. So the merging pattern develops just because of an inconsistency in the caregiving. It's there sometimes, but not all the time. So this lack of consistency creates anxiety for the baby because getting their needs met feels unpredictable. They start getting the imprint of like, oh my God, I'm going to cry. I don't know when mama's coming. Like, is she going to come right away? Is she going to wait a couple hours? So the baby starts to solely put the focus and their awareness outside of their body, focusing on waiting for you to come into the room because there's so much overwhelm. There's an unmet need in their body that is too overwhelming to like be with. So they're like, pew. So awareness is outside of their body waiting for you to come save them. Like there becomes a belief in the system of I am helpless and I need you to help me. And although that is incredibly true for a baby in this developmental stage, the truth is if that reach doesn't get met by a attuned caretaker consistently enough, this developmental stage is missed out on. And that belief of I need you to help me actually becomes ingrained in them as an adult. So yes, that belief system is necessary as a baby, but if the need is consistently met, that belief drops and then they're more capable and confident as adults. If that gets missed, they're just looping in that belief system and carrying it through adulthood, even though as an adult, they can get their needs met, they can get what they want, right? But if the developmental stage was missed, they're not getting that imprint. So some signs and symptoms of the merging pattern are things like being overly emotional, getting lost in emotions, having that energy of, I can't, you need to do it for me, having a needy or clingy energy to them because their biggest fear is feeling alone, rejected, and abandoned. Remember, they really believe that they need someone else to get through life. So they'll literally abandon themselves for love and connection. Now, the gifts of the merging pattern as you heal the wounding of this developmental stage is that divine mother energy. Like these people have a beautiful embodiment of unconditional love. They're very empathetic, compassionate, 
kind and supportive. They can emotionally attune to other people's feelings and really help them feel seen, heard, and understood. They can easily rest in the being. They have this beautiful divine feminine energy about them. And they can enjoy the simple pleasures of life. Like they are masters of connection and hosting and accommodating others. So like I said, the merging pattern breaks into another pattern, which is the merging compensated pattern. Now, the merging compensated pattern has the exact same wounding as the merging, that inconsistent caregiving between 6 to 18 months. But instead of putting her awareness outside of her body, waiting to be saved and rescued by someone, the merging compensated pattern will dull the overwhelm that they're feeling in their bodies by putting the focus on what others need, hoping that filling the needs of others will somehow fill her needs because she just can't stand the idea of being needy. So the merging pattern is playing more of the role of the rescue E, while the merging compensated pattern is trying to play the role of the rescuer. So here are some signs that you may be using emerging compensated pattern. You feel like you need to handle everything on your own and you feel responsible for keeping everyone happy. You have a hard time accepting or showing that you have needs or emotions because you're too busy supporting others with their needs and emotions. You might ignore self-care and are really hard on yourself when you can't please others. And you really struggle to ask for favors but you're willing to do anything for anyone because you have a hard time saying no. You're like, trust me, like, I got it. How are you doing, right? So it's the focus outward, but it has a different energy to it. Now, the gifts of the merging compensated pattern are the divine father quality of unconditional love. So these systems are incredible space holders and coaches because they have the capacity to hold anyone in literally anything, they are very reliable and present with you. They're full of integrity and can really see people in their true essence. They have this inner knowing that whatever someone's going through isn't all that they are. Like it's just a part that they're moving through. So they can really hold the alignment of seeing someone in wholeness and that impacts their nervous system. They have an incredible strength and will about them that's very responsible and they have amazing discernment in life. Now, I want to highlight, I know I mentioned that the merging pattern gifts is like a divine mother quality and the merging comp has more of a divine father quality. But I want to highlight a woman can have a merging compensated pattern and a man can have a merging pattern. So it doesn't matter like what your gender or sex is. So just wanted to quickly differentiate that we have feminine masculine energy within all of us. So don't get hung up on that. Now, moving on to the enduring pattern, the developmental stage here is a year and a half to three years old, where the main need for the child is to establish their autonomy and have the freedom to express while also having positive reflections given to them by their caretaker. So in a perfect world, during this developmental time, the parent is able to nurture their child's sense of autonomy and power and are able to tolerate the constant challenges like their kids saying no without taking it personally, collapsing or fighting back, which I will say, side note, that's a huge task, right? Like that's not always easy. But if the parent believes a good child is quiet, obedient and submissive, 
They might become a little too over-controlling when the child is budding with autonomy and forces the child to accommodate to their rhythms, which can make the child feel invaded and controlled. So the survival strategy of an enduring pattern is to hunker down and pull their energy inward. So essentially they suppress and hide their reactions and just endure the situation, whether it's a parent yelling at them or forcing them to do something. So the main symptoms of an enduring pattern are when you feel overwhelmed, you can feel stuck, numb, or heavy. You might have a hard time taking action to express yourself and run into a lot of self-sabotage. This pattern feels like they're carrying a massive burden and have a really strong inner critic of their parents' voices. They can fall into depression more easily and prefer to be alone so no one can invade their personal space. And they can avoid taking risks because they don't want to be humiliated or punished. Now, when the system heals their enduring pattern survival strategy, they're the most deeply grounded beings that feel so good to be around, let me tell you, because they have this stable, steady strength about them. They are incredibly loyal, low-maintenance friends, and they truly know who they are. They have the capacity to hold the ground for themselves and others and are able to be patient and be in things for the long haul because they have this embodied deep trust with the pace of life. And they can tolerate a lot of bullshit, including someone's anger. Now, moving on to the aggressive pattern. This sort of overlaps with the enduring pattern because this developmental stage here is between two and a half years old and four years old, where the developmental need is to be able to trust others and feel held and protected by a larger presence than them. So in essence, this is also around building autonomy. Now, if the child won the battle for autonomy with the parent, they felt strength and willpower that they quote unquote beat their parents to get what they want. But although that's fun for a little while, a child still needs to feel like they're being held by something bigger than them. But if the parents continue to struggle with setting healthy boundaries and continue to always just fold giving the child what they want, the child will start to embody the aggressive pattern, which means when they're overwhelmed, they will continue to get bigger and try to dominate or manipulate people to get what they want. And I want to highlight, I know this sounds like aggressive, but you have to understand with this pattern to build more empathy with this pattern. The reason they get bigger is because behind that part is a little one that's terrified you have to understand a kid wants to be contained, even if they're going crazy and like getting upset that you set a boundary. Deep down, the nervous system wants that. They need to feel held by a larger presence. But if they like create all these different strategies like, mommy, I'm such a good boy and I really want a chocolate bar and it works or like they freak out and throw shit and it works. They're going to keep you. They're just kind of like terrorized, like, oh, my God, I literally could do anything and my parents are going to fold eventually. So that's why they keep perpetuating the pattern, because they're just honestly deep down terrorized that no one could hold them down. So once again, I know this pattern sounds pretty intense, but the truth is most of our world's greatest leaders embody this personality pattern, because when you heal the distortion, 
You access the gifts, which are incredible charisma. You can manifest easily and make things happen. You have a fire in your heart that motivates you to be passionate about something and bring that out into the world, which makes you so fucking magnetic. So this system has a beautiful capacity to take action and build incredible momentum from that action. And lastly, we have the rigid pattern, which is during three and a half to five years old. So once again, a little bit of an overlap here. But the main need for this developmental stage is to trust themselves, their feelings, and to be able to authentically express themselves. So I would argue that most Americans actually have some sort of rigid pattern expressing in their nervous system because a lot of our society highlights celebrating people for their appearance and or performance versus them as a being. So if your parents showed you more love for what you did versus who you are, the rigid pattern might be one of your main strategies. So what happens here is that when overwhelm hits, you shift your awareness from your internal experience and onto an external set of rules or standards. The emphasis here is around being correct and on top of your shit because the belief is I am my achievements and so are you. So some signs and symptoms of the rigid pattern are fears of failing or being wrong. There's a lot of black and white thinking like if I'm not succeeding, I am failing. They're very sensitive to criticism because they try their best to be perfect. And this pattern can oftentimes harshly judge people who don't see things the way that they do. They're big rule followers and get more stressed out if they break the rules in any way. They can have a harsh inner critic also because when they don't get things quote unquote right, they they get stressed out because they have this big desire to be right and there's a great fear in making a mistake. And these systems typically feel dysregulated when they are resting because they don't feel worthy to just be. They feel they are only worthy if they're doing something. So if you notice like you see all these posts like rest is productive, but every time you rest, you almost get a little anxious probably got some rigid pattern in there. Now, when you heal the distortion of this pattern, this system has an incredibly bright mind. Their left brain is on freaking point, you guys. They are organized and articulate and can really create beautiful structures and maps and systems for people because they see the bigger picture and can help other people see it too. And they're incredible problem solvers. Like they can get shit done. So that was a journey into the five personality patterns that technically break up into six with the merging and merging compensated patterns. So I hope you enjoyed and have already started to identify which patterns you potentially fall more into in a state of overwhelm. So if you're really intrigued by this and want to learn more and dive deeper, like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, I have linked my what's your personality pattern quiz in the show notes below. And once you get the results, shoot me a DM. I absolutely love hearing from you and I love answering any questions you may have as you start to learn more about yourself in this way. You know, we barely scratched the surface on the magic that this map can bring into your life, but I hope today's episode opened up your eyes to why us humans do what we do 
And hopefully it's creating more excitement for you to dive into this lens of your personal healing and transformation journey, because I am so excited to announce I'm creating a couple of courses that'll really help you deep dive into these topics when it comes to your interpersonal healing. It'll be called Woman Embodied, and the other course will be Mama Embodied, how to notice when your kid is expressing a pattern and how to actually attune to that pattern. Because when you understand how to attune to a pattern, you're you're giving them the remedy to heal the distortions of that pattern. So if you're doing that through their whole entire childhood, by the time they get to adulthood, they're going to access all of the gifts of all of these patterns, which will set them up for so much success in life, right? So a lot of exciting offerings coming to you in the near future. I'm thinking by the end of 2023, so we'll see. But if you're like, Shayna, I want to get into this work now. Like, I don't want to wait till the end of the year. Well, I always have my one-on-one container open. So if you're feeling called to work with me one-on-one, you can book your free discovery call in the show notes below. That way I get to learn more about you. You get to learn more about me and the work I do with clients. And then we can get started because this is the work that finally allows you to access more well-being in your nervous system. Imagine feeling safe to just be to love being in the present moment, to having deeper connections with your loved ones, to being able to hold, spend, and receive money in a better way. Like so much goodness comes from repairing these survival strategies and basically upgrading your nervous system to a new way of being that serves you in the most incredible ways. So I would love to support you in that if you're feeling the call. As always, if you guys have any questions, I know we covered a fuck ton today. Never hesitate to reach out and I'll see you in the next episode, mamas. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you know someone who would benefit from hearing this message, please share it with them. And if you're loving these conversations, make sure to subscribe and leave me a review on what you love about the show so I can keep the good vibes coming your way. Now, in case no one told you today, I want you to know that you're doing a fucking incredible job and the world is so much better with you in it. So thank you for being here and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.